Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to go straight to the Lord in prayer. My <laughs> my title for today's show is Let the People Go. And I have several different angles. I'm going to go with that. I hope it'll pique your interest. I'm concentrating in some areas about justice and um, letting the people go. So you know where I'm talking about there. But I have some other people that need to be let go. Let's just go to the Lord in prayer. And I'm going to start with a couple of scriptures as we enter this. One is from Isaiah. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Correct oppression. Bring justice to the fatherless and please the widow's cause. And the other is from Micah. He has told you, O man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with our God. And then one more before we pray. Exodus 5, 1. And afterward Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh, Thus saith the Lord of Israel, Let my people go, that they may hold a feast unto me in the wilderness. Let my people go. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, I pray for discernment and knowledge that we, your children, will know here in the situations that we are in, whether it is our personal lives, our jobs, our communities, our nation, that we can sift through the lies and the and be truth seekers. And, Father, that we will once again take the lead in this country as Christian Americans, and we will see to it that your people are let go. Justice is what we need. We need your justice, Father. We thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy and the many blessings you have bestowed. You have blessed America. It's time for us to stand up and be a blessing to you. I ask for your protection, Father, over all those who are under persecution right now, including President Donald J. Trump the parents across this nation that are standing up for their children against perversion in the libraries and schools. Lord God, remove our enemies and may we make way for your righteousness once again in America. For such a time as this, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let my people go. Well, they're also talking about prioritizing the debt payments. So, hey, we've all been there, haven't we? Maybe not all of us, but the majority of Americans have all been at a place where you have to prioritize what bill you pay this month or this week. 
The income's low. The revenue's low. Maybe you got laid off. Maybe your wife got laid off. Maybe you had a bill that came in you weren't expecting. The car broke down or the furnace or the air conditioner or something vital. The refrigerator went out. The the electric uh, or the uh, water heater, whatever the case may be, the expenses are outdoing the income this month. So you wait a week to pay this bill or that bill. And you get caught up as best you can. You can't pay them all at once. I've been there. Haven't you? I'm still there sometimes as far as the show's concerned. We just kind of balance it all out. But our current government never talks about cutting back, just raising the debt ceiling to justify their spending, to satisfy their obligations, but not to guard the purse of we the people. Well, right now they are looking at, we'll talk about it a little bit later. We're going to have uh, Daniel Turner on with us here in just a little bit. He'll be in on the second segment. So I put let the people go. What if, what if let's have a massive layoff in government? They always think, oh, no, my gosh, we can't shut the government down. You know, it's it's happened a couple of times and nothing really happened. I think there's quite a few of non-essential workers there. Let's have a heart full of truth and justice and open the doors, at least for some retrials. Open the doors of the prisons for the J6 citizens and let our people go. So we're going to let people go, as in a massive government layoff, and then we're going to free people by letting them out of prison, the J6ers. Then, let's have some real justice in America and try the committee of the J6ers in their theater. Their theater. They ruined lives. They wasted American money. That that thing did not come free, all those producers and the cameras and, and the time on telly. That wasn't free to you. It was our money. We were denied justice as American citizens. What do I think? Well, how's this for an idea? They pay reparations or restitution to these people for their attorney fees and their court fees and the work they've lost. And the damages that were personal. And they pay for all that it cost the American citizens with this fake trial. Out of their own pockets, mind you. Not taxpayer dollars. I'm pretty sure Cheney can afford a few things. And she might have to downsize her wardrobe or her something. They make public. They need to make public. Very public. Apologies and confessions of their plight for vengeance against one man and his supporters and not for American justice and truth, or truth and justice. And these people and others, are you ready? Because I'm going to get pretty, pretty, uh, heated up with them here. These people and the others who were involved in this perversion of justice should lose their right to vote in America elections. They should lose their jobs, as others lost their jobs because of their lies. And yes, this is the biggie. They should lose their pensions. Every dollar. I believe it is that serious. Theirs was an act of treason against the American citizens as they were going after a political opponent, somebody they hated, 
The same such happened to those who set out, set up all the impeachment lies. It should be the very same. The framing of a president. So it was Hillary. It was the FBI. They should all lose their pensions, their government pensions. And they should all have to pay restitution. You ready for this one? To Donald Trump and his lawyers. And they should lose their right to vote. And all those top-notch know-it-alls who signed the paper saying it was true, knowing that it wasn't, they should lose. They should go to jail, they should lose their pensions, and they should have to pay restitution for what they have done. The legal fees of other people that have had to go to trial because of their falsehoods and their lies as they framed them up. We need justice in America. And the justices who signed those visas, not visas, those FISAs, FISA, FICA, well, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> they should also pay restitution, be disbarred, and lose their pensions. They're not doing their jobs. They're protecting government, not the people. They're protecting a permanent bureaucracy government. They're not protecting the Constitutional Republic, and we the people. America needs justice. Let the people go. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot hearts, set your table with liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes, our American eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty Flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, liberty for all and we love America. Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. Hi, I'm Mr. H. Here to tell you about an unusual and sensational nutritional product that contains nine exotic fruits, 13 vitamins, 17 herbs, 18 amino acids, and 70 colloidal trace minerals. It's called Immuno 150. Nothing like it in the world. If you're trying to get rid of some pain or correct any health issue, you might try Immuno 150. Look at the website immuno150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. You've probably never consumed more than 20 minerals in your life, but your body needs at least 60 minerals. So try Immuno 150 to see what 70 minerals and 80 other nutrients can do for you. Call 888-316-2224. That's 888-316-2224. 
Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Styers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. We have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to bring Daniel Turner to you today on this Friday as he brings us a report from Power of the Future. Daniel, how are you doing today? Oh, Beth, and every Friday I can be on your show is a great one, so thanks for having me back. <laughs> we love it when you're here. You're you're lucky you didn't hear the first part of my speech. I was going after the well, all the all the offenses against the American people. And it's just it's time that we saw some justice. It just is. And I won't get you started then because I know you got another thing to talk about. So we're going to talk about the uh, Low Energy Costs Act. So I want to talk about that. That's H.R. 1. What can we do? Yeah, it's wonderful to see. You know, I was I was thinking about last time we had an H.R. 1, which is the first uh, piece of legislation proposed by the House, right? All the bills have a, have a nomenclature, H.R., House of Representatives 1. Last time we had an HR one, it was two thousand and twenty one. Biden was newly sworn in. Pelosi was speaker. And HR one back then, if you and your wonderful audience recalls, was to federalize the national elections and make permanent all yes. of the weird COVID things like drop boxes and you can vote five times if you're a Democrat and. All of the different things that we did during COVID, which really complicated and confused and and quite frankly, instilled an awful lot of doubt into our election system. That was their H.R. 1. And contrast that with this H.R. 1, which is is strengthening America's energy industry, saying that bureaucrats um, no longer have the authority to, to, to hold up permitting process because they have a political ideology, right? If you're a bureaucrat, and, and I'm an oil company applying for a permit, um, you have to give me that permit based on the, uh, the law and not based upon your impression of whether or not climate change is an existential threat or whether or not you think I supported the right presidential candidate in the last election. Um, so, so the permitting reform is, in, is a huge part of this. Um, pipeline security, meaning that, again, the, it's not up to the president to decide whether or not a pipeline is allowed. Uh, interstate commerce is a congressional authority. Um, and we've seen, uh, you know, the result of, of, of two years of the weaponization of government uh, and what it's done to the energy industry, but what it's done to our livelihood, what it's done to the cost of goods and services, what it's done to our utility bills. Biden yesterday, again, and this is where you scratch your head, Beth Ann, and you, you don't want to be uncharitable. You don't want to be cruel but you wonder, is, is, is it dementia or is it just a lie? Biden said, we have tackled 
the energy crisis by lowering the nation's uh, – sorry, we've tackled the climate crisis by lowering the nation's utility bills. And and he looks at the audience waiting for applause, but no one applauded because <laughs> utility bills are up 15% on average, and in many places they've doubled. In California, they've tripled. And here's the president saying, we're tackling climate change by lowering your energy costs. And even a sympathetic audience looked at each other and said, what the heck is this guy talking about? So so that's H.R. 1. It is it's now I'm all rosy. Right. It's not yeah. going to get I hope it gets through the Senate. Manchin will come out in favor. It will unlikely be voted be be signed by the president. Right. That's just how these things go. Um I, so I'm, I'm, I'm but we'll glad at to least see. have done it. Then you can yes. blame the president without any doubt. He can't say the Republicans. He can't say the Democrats, the Congress, or anybody else. It'll all be on him. That's what I said a long time ago. I don't yeah. care if you know it's going to get vetoed. Do it anyway. Absolutely. And that's the approach that I like, and that's the approach I'm glad they are taking. The only small holdout I have is that the president may sign it, because it is good for the election. It is good for his chance of re-election. It makes him look like he cares. It makes him look like he's working across the aisle. It may make moderate Republicans like Mitt Romney uh, um, um, and Lindsey Graham very excited uh, and, and get off his back. If that is the case, I'll take his signature, right? I mean, uh, that's what I hate about politics, but let's face it, that's how politics works. I want this to go through it because I want this to be good for the American people. And if Joe Biden somehow gets a little bit of credit in that process, I don't care about credit. I care about making life better for the American people. But I think there's only a slim, I would give it a 15% chance that that is what happens. Because for him to sign it ultimately admits that fossil fuels came to the rescue, right? That fossil fuels are good for the American people. It's good for the American economy. And that blows up the... Remember, Michael Bloomberg gave $100 million for his campaign. Um, Tom Steyer gave, I think it was close to $50 million. Um, the environmental left bankrolled the Biden campaign. And, oh, is he going to anger those folks going into the 2024 election? I don't know. So that's that's what I think is going to happen. He's not going to sign it. Yeah. Well, of course, he could always do the opposite if they get him, you know, cheat and get him in there again. And he can always promise, you know, well, I'm going to I'm going to undo what I did. <laughs> it's it's, he's done it before. It's it's just ridiculous what we see. But this is a good thing. They're making a good effort. And uh, that's what I've always said. Do it. So what if he's going to veto it? Then it's on his back. It's not on anybody else's. It's on his back. Yeah. And, and um, it shows how radically we've transformed since since I mean, Pre-COVID, post-COVID, um, two years of this administration, four years of Trump, I don't know what to blame it on. But it shows how radically our nation has changed in that this will be considered a controversial piece of legislation, like unle- unleashing America's oil and gas uh, is, is somehow considered a bad, it's controversial, it's, it's risky, it's dangerous, whatever phrase the, the, the media will put on this. Whereas not many years ago, we would all look at this and say, wow, this is great. More more energy means lower costs. Um, and, and again, proof of that is we just need to go back to the year 2019, right? right. When, when gas was under $2 a gallon nationwide, when oil averaged 
$50 a barrel uh, worldwide. And, and we had lower costs of goods, of food, of travel. It was the record year for, for travel, for tourism, for retail, for, for the airline industry, for the hotel industry, um, because people were flush with cash, because things were cheap. And, and life was, was, was easier. Uh, inflation was 0.4%. Um, how is it controversial to want to go back to those days? So that's, that's the bizarre thing of where we are as a country is that this will get labeled as some radical right wing giveaway to the fossil fuel industry. And really all it is is unleashing the power of the American economy by making things inexpensive. Well, and whoever thought it'd be radical to say that a man is a man and a woman is a woman? I mean, this whoa, stuff that they've whoa, come out with. Oh, no, hey, I know, hey, I know. Down there, that man. Whoa. <laughs> hey, it's National His- <laughs> Women's History Month, and all we see are these men, and I want them to tell me exactly what they did to make things better for women in the history. What did they do? What did they do? I can't talk about that. I am not a biologist or a doctor, so <laughs> I cannot answer you. that question. You got I will cheap. say this. Oh, if I knew you... the First Lady was giving out awards for Women's oh, History Month to men, I would have disgusting. applied for a couple because I don't get nearly <laughs> enough awards. In my, you're going to have to get a wig. Time. I'm just saying. You're going to have to get a wig. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess not. You could always claim you have that disease where your hair is not there, and, and uh, you know that's a real thing. You could always claim that. I'm not trying have. to tell yeah. him. He's on the radio. I'm telling him. These are you not know. controversial issues, and, and, and <laughs> they will try to make them controversial. Um, you know, I, I've joked with folks before as we filled up the barn with, with, with hay, how, how just a couple of years ago it was $6 and change a, a, a bale, and now it was over $10 a bale. And, and yeah. where do all those in- prices go? It, it goes to ultimately the, the, the poor and I mean that in the in the broad sense, but the poor mom who's trying to buy groceries and she's like, "Holy cow! How is chopped meat twelve ninety nine a pound?" Like mm-hmm. that's why it all goes to energy. It all goes to how expensive we've made it to to grow our food and to move our goods and to drive to work. Um, anything we can do to make life less expensive for the American people should be applauded. And yet, this administration will probably fight. But to keep this from happening, because that's how committed they are to the green agenda. Uh, okay, so I want to I want to go to a different topic here. Did you happen Please. to see the re- Did you happen to see the story last night? The report about the sheep that escaped the slaughterhouse. Did you miss in, that? in New Jersey? I yeah. see that, and they're living at some zoo in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, but I'm thinking about the poor farmer that raised him, and he didn't get a dime. <laughs> <laughs> His sheep escaped off, and everybody's talking about, oh, we saved their lives. And I guess they don't eat mutton or anything. <laughs> so it's, just, it's like um, somebody lost some money in this, as you guys yeah. pretend to save the fluffy. Anyway, <laughs> it was a sweet little thing, but it made me think of you. I hope those weren't. I hope those weren't his sheep. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, ma'am. Ours are well taken care of and not escaping. Awesome. All right. Thank you, Daniel. You have a great, fantastic weekend. I know you're traveling next week. You be safe. And uh, Thank you. Thank you. God bless. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with CSC Talk Radio. We'll be right back.
we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I had a couple of things on my mind, and it seemed like my my stories were all kind of running together with this let my people go or let the people go. And, and um, some of the, uh, I don't know, the all the corruptness that we're putting up with, it's time for us to let it, not let it go, but let them go to jail. I'm tired of playing this game of indictments and investigations. You know how much that's costing the American people? Well, neither do I. It's a dollar and figure. But I know it's a lot. (laughs) It's a bunch. So here I have two stories, and I'm not going to go into detail on either one of them. I'm just going to throw them out there at you. This one came in yesterday just as I was um, um, trying to wind down for the day. The FBI is warning the House lawmakers, and hundreds of other staff had their personal information stolen due to a data breach at an online health insurance market. And it's D.C. HealthLink. Now, I think all of us know who HealthLink is, and this is D.C. HealthLink. So they have had a breach, and the information for these staffers and uh, congresspeople is in danger. It's out there. So I've got to thinking, they've breached this. Where was the FBI prior to that? Where is the security? You remember the breach that the Democrat Party had? They tried to blame on Donald J. Trump, and they brought in, somebody came in to tell them they had a breach, and they said, no, we don't want any help. Do you remember that? That was, that was in 2016 or 2015. They didn't want any help. Well, now it's their health and health information, apparently, or whatever information is on your health care. They've got a little bit of everything there. But I thought, you know, the the FBI is always on the offense, going after the American people, the citizens. But they're on the defense. Now they're going to have to react because this breach has happened. We're number one in human trafficking as a nation because the FBI ain't doing their job. I apologize to all you grammar teachers out there, English teachers retired. So this one just came in as I sat down this morning uh, before, I, before I went on the air. And the, so I haven't really studied it. But just the, the title, sometimes the title is all you need to make you feel good or bad. House, that's the Democrats and the Republicans, unanimous, un, un, unanimously. <laughs> Not unanimously, unanimously <laughs> votes to force Biden spicy chief to declassify the intelligence on all COVID-19 origins. So it was a unanimous vote, Democrats and Republicans. And to Fauci, I say the three P's, pay, pay and prison. <laughs> the three P's for Fauci. Pay, pay, and prison. Now, moving on to some things that I really wanted to talk to you about. Not that I didn't want to talk about that. Is the House Republicans, reportedly, are getting ready for the U.S. to default as the debt ceiling draws closer. They are not talking about raising the debt ceiling, but defaulting. And the other one I have says that they're going to prioritize what is spent. So when they do this, 
I think it's a good idea. I don't know how anybody else thinks. Yellen does not think it's a good idea. She says, this is Secretary, Treasurer Secretary Janet Yellen, because she's so good at her job. Remember the, the temporary, what did they call it? Temporary inflation. It's only going to be transitory, transitory. The Republican lawmakers on the House Ways and Means Committee held a panel yesterday. This is, came in late list yesterday, so I don't know what happened. To discuss the debt prioritization in which the government would prioritize paying certain obligations over others should the U.S. default on the debt, which is why I said what I said in my monologue. We've all been there where we have to sort through who's the most important to pay. Got to keep the lights on. Got to keep the furnace going because it's cold outside. So who's the one you're going to pay the least? You cut back on the groceries you buy. You try to clean out the uh, cupboard with all the old canned goods that you've got piled up there. Prioritizing. Why should they be any different than the American people? The American families out here that are struggling to make it. They have to prioritize every single month or week or every two weeks as to what gets paid and what gets on hold and gets paid the next time. Or don't pay the whole thing. You just pay a little bit. We've all been there. And it's not a fun place to be. It's a very stressful place to be. But this is where they have put the American people. So... Why shouldn't they prioritize instead of keep on keeping on raising that debt ceiling? But Yellen says a failure on the part of the United States to meet any obligations, whether it's the debt holders, members of our military, or to Social Security recipients is effectively a default. <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about that here in a second. I will also say, says Yellen, that Treasury systems have all been built to pay our bills, to pay all our bills when they are due and on time and not to prioritize one form spending over another. All right, so Janet, let's do it this way. We're going to cut back 50% on every department in the United States of America. 50%. They're going to cut back 50% on their budget and 50% on those who work there. Cut them out. A massive layoff. Let the people go. They're okay when you get let go. They were okay during COVID when you got let go. Didn't bother Fauci a bit. He's the highest paid government official in the United States of America. Let him go. I've got a friend. He used to tell me when I'd get all stressed out when I was doing a musical for church and stuff, and I'm director of the choir, and I'm trying to get everything together. He goes, just let it go. Let it go. Let the people go. Start cutting back. 50% may seem like an awful lot, but you know what? What do you cut back when it's you at home? Let the people go. Downsize the government. Don't increase the debt ceiling. Downsize the government. Prioritize what you must, but downsize the government. Right now, Kevin McCarthy should be putting it in that bill to start downsizing these departments of bureaucracy. Let the people go. 
Well, in this one, this is coming from the Center Square. I've not heard of them too much. I got it on Politics um, Insider, I believe. But they were just re-putting somebody else's article up there. But again, it's Biden is touting a new budget which gives tax hikes to everyone. Now, he likes to say, well, I'm only giving tax hikes to the rich, to the big mega corporations. But that is not true. It's always aimed at the people. The people pay the taxes, not the corporations. They just up their prices. It's called inflation. And the people have to prioritize what they buy for their family to eat. Bologna isn't so cheap anymore. I have a story about pancakes. Sunday evenings, we used to do pancakes quite a bit. And when my son, number four, was in the Army, he had a sergeant there, and it was a Sunday evening. He was inviting his sergeant to do something. He said, no, no, this is family night. I'm going to go home. We always fix pancakes. He goes, my mom and dad used to do that. They used to fix pancakes on Sunday evening. He said, yeah, it's cheap. And it, then my son calls me. It was because it was cheap? We thought it was special, and I go, it was. It was a cheap special. It was especially cheap. <laughs> Pancakes. And my husband was good at it. He'd make it in little shapes or in the shape of the their initials or something like that. He made it fun. They had syrup. They had butter. They had pancakes. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. Prioritize. Let the people go, and then let our people go. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouthwatering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. 
Packages start at $29.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Terms and conditions apply. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. Now you can get Vivint's award-winning home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News and World Report has recognized Vivint as the best professionally installed home security system of 2022. And right now, you can get Vivint's home security technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation from a licensed technician. Protect your home and loved ones for as low as a dollar a day. Call right now for your free home security consultation. 800-613-8053. That's 800-613-8053. Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering a BOGO extravaganza on multiple MyPillow products. Now's the time to join the millions of Americans who have changed the quality of their sleep with MyPillow. Right now, take advantage of Mike's buy one, get one free pricing on MyPillow's bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows, six-piece towel set, and roll-and-go anywhere MyPillows, and so much more. Just go to the radio listener specials page at MyPillow.com and use promo code Bethann or call 1-800-978-6168. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on select products. You will also receive Mike's book absolutely free with any purchase. Call 1-800-978-6168 or go to the radio listener special page at MyPillow.com. Promo code Bethann. we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. Sometimes the best conversations are during the commercials. So Rudy was doing a little Google check, and he says they claim we have 2 million civilian employees in the government. So if we were to cut that in half, we'd still have 1 million, and that figured down to be, are you sure on this, 20K per state. Do you think you need 20,000 federal workers in your state? What are they doing? Which departments are they supposed to be representing? A lot of them are in D.C. And, of course, now they want to keep working from home. But even if you did this, which I'm sure they're not brave enough to do, but I think Donald Trump might do something like this when he comes back into office. This is what I think. Now, I'm a not necessarily good business person, so you might have to take this with a grain of salt. But if you're going to cut back, cut back 50%. Across the board, every single one of those bureaucratic departments and those that are attached to them. Because you see, the departments have a department and have a department. I did a little investigating on that a couple of weeks ago. Just think. We could go ahead and give them a severance pay. I'm not a heartless person. Let's give them a a modest one, not something that's going to keep them for the rest of their lives. Give them a modest one. You save on salary. I told Rudy, just think what you'd save on toilet paper. You got a million people gone. Just think what you're going to save on toilet paper. <laughs> he just laughed at me. But I'm serious about this. This is what we need to start doing. They always talk about your Medicare and your Social Security and blah, 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 blah. What about 
all these departments of bureaucracy that can be cut out that we don't need, you know, apparently there are some of them that are non-essential. You don't even know about them. Well, let the people go. And then in another year, do it again. Maybe you don't want to do 50% again, do 25 I think we could do 50% again. That would leave 500,000 instead of a million people. That would leave 10,000 10, in each state rather than 20,000. The government was never supposed to be this big and massive and controlling. Never. It's not a democracy. It was a re- constitutional republic. We don't need another contract from Congress to tell us what they're going to do. We need them to look at the con- the contract we gave them called the Constitution that tells them what to do. They're working way too hard, you know. All right. I want to talk a little bit about the J6. And I know I hit on this somewhat in my uh, monologue. And I don't know if you've been watching it or if you haven't been watching it. I have a dear, dear relative. I, I love her to death. Love her to death. But she doesn't like Trump. She hates him. And she thinks what the J6 was doing was not was not fake news. She thought it was real. Now, I don't know if she's seen any of what's happened now. But it's what they did was not real. What they did was not American. And they're scared to death that you're going to see the truth. But what scares me to death is that we're going to see the truth and there will be no justice. What about the hundreds of people that are in prison? What about the others that lost their jobs just because they were there on January 6th? They were ostracized, lost their jobs, lost their businesses. What about them? These people have have done treason. Yes, it was treason against the American citizens because they wanted to hurt Americans who voted for Donald J. Trump. No one was there to change the election. They were there to make sure the election was done fairly and justly. We're going to find out more and more. The committee now is going to look into why why security wasn't increased. Why were these policemen letting people in? Why did they shoot tear gas and other things into a crowd that was just simply standing there doing nothing? We've seen those. We've seen those videos. But there's more. I don't know what Tucker's going to show anymore. It seems to me he's shown the same one over and over again, and I do feel for this man. He needs to be let go. I think the judges need to be held accountable. I think his lawyer needs to be held accountable. They did an injustice to this man, plus he has a mental disability. I don't know if he's bipolar or what it is, but he has a mental disability. But he's a kind person, and he's a a vet. He's a naval vet. He was in the Navy. 
He called himself the shaman. He said a prayer, giving thanks to the police that were there, taking care of them and keeping them safe. And then they turned on him like a vicious pack of dogs or what do they call those animals in Australia that'll eat you alive? The dingoes. <laughs> the dingoes. Maybe the dingoes ate your baby. So, I don't know if you're paying attention or not, and we're running out of time. But what we saw in these tapes, it wasn't really new. We had seen some of it before. So it wasn't really new. But it is telling how the Democrats and the media are screaming about you watching it. It was okay if they had the little clips they showed you. That was okay. But these longer clips that show you a little bit more, that's not okay. Let our people go. At least give them a second trial. The lawyer that's taking over now for this uh, young man that uh, called him the shaman, I've lost his name in my head, but he said his lawyer before then set him up for failure. He told him to plead guilty. He told him to do this, and now he's kind of stuck. And I'm thinking, how can this be when we have somebody in prison for rape or murder and they find the DNA that proves them innocent, they let them go? We have the DNA that proves him innocent. Let him go. Let him go. So in Beth's opinion, these justices, these federal justices, need to be held responsible for what they did. They did not, they did not see that justice prevailed. They did nothing constitutionally. They should have demanded those tapes, and they didn't. They did not demand the film. And the FBI is hiding some of the other film. Also, it's time for us to stand up for justice. We're not going to have justice unless we demand it. We, the people, are the government. We're the constitutional republic. And it's time that we got together in prayer. And we stood together strong to bring America home.